0: This week's episode is sponsored by R&D Running. Looking to start your run journey? R&D Running provides online and in-person coaching services to prepare you for your first 5K. For more information, visit rndrunning.buzz and find out more about how Coach Lee will help you cross your first finish line. Again, that's rndrunning.buzz. Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Forensic Runners. I apologize, I did not drop an episode on the 6th as I was going to a race retreat and I thought I would be able to record but I didn't. I was too busy living life. So right now I'm going to kind of wing this episode. I usually try to write down my episodes that way I'd say very little words as such as so and um (laughs) so please bear with me but i wanted to start by telling you i had an amazing time at the race retreat that was our official meetup with the game changers program which is presented by vcpm inc and that is vanessa that is the director and the game changers program I'm just going to kind of read off their mission from their page. Aims to bring in more women of color as certified run coaches by refining who is seen as experts and leaders in the run industry. This wave of much needed change will influence trends, grow the sport, and ultimately impact the industry as a whole. And I will tell you, (laughs) I felt as if i was attending a graduation party because the game changers program has been so influential to me and just my growth in business and in confidence this program provides funding for us to receive our run certification through our rca it provides mentorship it provides us with a business strategist so many things to be able to, and I'm speaking for myself, to have that confidence to enter the run coaching world and basically do whatever we want um, as far as changing the game. So right now, even though there are a lot of minorities that do run and are in the run community, we are still a very underrepresented population when it comes to the run community. So my daughter and I went and <laughs> we had a gr- fabulous time. There was a photo shoot, the 5K race. We also had a volunteering experience on that Sunday. The race ex- the race is um is an actual race called the race out of Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm telling you that if you don't know about this race, you need to know about it. It is an amazing experience. Also, we got to meet all the game changers. Well, not all of the game changers from the United States, but there were about 20 of us. Some of us meeting for the very first time. And they all welcomed my daughter in, because let's be let's be honest right, if somebody says they're bringing their kid, you kind of don't know what to expect. <laughs> I know speaking for myself from past experience, I am pretty sure there w- could have been some hesitation there. I will tell you these ladies embrace my daughter as their own and their niece, <laughs> basically. My daughter had such a great time getting to know everyone and being involved. It couldn't have come at a better time in our lives. We really, really needed that retreat. So that being said, I wanna kinda go into today's episode. I wanna talk about essentials when it comes to running, as far as gear, things that you may not think of as a new runner as you know my passion is to train new runner new runners in the community give you the confidence and the tools to be able to go out there and feel like you belong so first i want to start with not saying so (laughs) however let's talk shoes so i don't know what it is but i feel like there's a lot of people who have intimidation with just going to the run store to get fitted for shoes this is something that i've talked about within my game changers network i've talked about with people that are new into running i'm not sure what the hesitation is i think there's some aspect of intimidation there which i completely understand but i just want to let you know that going to get fitted at a run store is a no obligation to buy experience. Shoes matter because if you go out there for a run and your feet hurt or your shins hurt or your achilles hurt, you're not going to want to go back out there and do another run. You could be in the wrong shoe and you're not going to really know that until you go get fitted. You can take a stability shoe, a neutral shoe. Once you pinpoint that, then you can start playing around with models and brands of different shoes. For instance, there's what's called a zero drop shoe. A zero drop shoe means that the cushion is the exact level all across the shoe. So you don't have more cushion in the heel than you do in the front of the toe box. It goes all the way across even cushion. You have up to from zero drop up to sometimes 12, 13 millimeter and you may not need your foot to be elevated that high up while you're running. So this is why I say you must get fitted and try on different shoes. Next, I wanna talk about something that one of my game changers had brought to, to our attention that I think sometimes we just forget is, ladies, make sure you're wearing a proper sports bra. I'll be honest, personally, I wear two bras. I wear a minimizer bra and then I wear a sports bra over it. For me, it makes me feel more comfortable I haven't found that perfect sports bra for me per se, but these are tricks that I use that really maximize my performance. Again, you, that can be done at a run store, that can even be done at a different you know, department store, but make sure you're wearing a proper sports bra that fits. You don't wanna wear something tight that you think is going to keep you in but in fact, it's probably going to cause some chafing. And that is not going to be a good thing when you get in the shower. Because you're going to realize, ooh, I'm a little raw. <laughs> Sorry for the exploitation there. Speaking of chafing, men can shave as well. And that also means that you may need something, some chafing protection. There are a lot of different um vast there's like a vast i know there's a vaseline stick i personally use a female orientated one chafing cream i know there's squirrel nut there's different kinds you can find them at stores like rei again the run store sometimes you may need chafing cream for your feet just depending on how much your foot sweats that's a, good, a th- good thing to put on. Speaking of feet, how about socks? Do socks matter? Absolutely. So you wanna have something that's supportive, has a little bit of uh, padding in it. If you like something lightweight, I do actually use features. Uh, they're uh, moisture wickening. I also like Adidas socks. You just want to find something that is sweat wickering and it has a little bit of cushion per se nothing really thin because that may cause more sweat well what i mean is like the moisture may cause blister so that's why you want to get something that's um sports wickering so let's see what else um This is going to be like a really quick run through. Maybe we'll go more in depth in some other areas. But right now, I just wanted to talk about these kind of things that we don't think about. Let's talk about trackers, right? Do you need a fancy run tracker? No. Is it helpful to have some type of tracker? Yes, because these trackers can track a lot of things like your pace, your heart rate, Also, you'll be able to see what kind of progression you're making. This could be anything from having an app on your phone to having a watch on your wrist. And some people may even pair a heart rate monitor on their chest. So again, you don't want to depend on the technology, but you do want to know what your body is doing and how it's progressing. It doesn't have to be fancy. It can be an app like Strava, Map My Run, and then you can go fancy up to like a Garmin. They have really high-tech Garmin's, uh, depending on what kind of sports you're doing. But again, it's it's not necessary that you have to spend a lot of money. But it is good to have some type of tracker, either on your phone or on your wrist. Let's talk about your like hat, like a hat or a sun visor. Right? These things are important because if you live in a place like I do, Florida, your head is sweating, you're, it could be in the sun. Not only that, if you're, if you're having to squint your eyes as you're running, that it's taking energy that is taken away from your run performance. So it's really good to protect yourself from the sun. Also, that's like a really good health thing <laughs> as well let's talk headphones right a lot of a lot of us like to run with music in our ears so do you need something fancy again no but i would suggest you get something for safety they have the over the ear headphones those are what i wear because at this stage of my life i just don't really like anything in my ear anymore and you can get knockoffs on amazon again these come over your ear and kind of on your eardrum so you can still hear what's going on around you i love my daughter to death but she likes those headphones that go right on your ear and if if we're at a race or like a neighborhood run and she's not paying attention and she's running ahead where it's not even the course (laughs) not to pick on her but she can do that she won't even hear me because they're noise canceling. She's doing her own thing. Those are not, those are not safe to use. She can use them on a clothes course where it's very defined as to where the turns are gonna be. That's okay. But if we're in a neighborhood run, I don't want her wearing those. Let's speak about shorts and leggings. A lot of times I used to think. Well, i can just wear you know any kind of shorts again certain material can cause chafing so you want to be able to get some um something that is probably uh what did they call it um like compression so they're not there's not a lot of movement when you're running therefore not causing a lot of chafing something that will move with your body basically also we want to talk about hydration right do i need to take some hydration with me on a three mile run well it depends how strenuous that three mile run is for you just because three miles could seem like a small amount does not mean you're not going to need some type of hydration if you're outside in the heat no shade and you're running more than 12 minute mile you might benefit from some water maybe halfway through there's always water on the courses and it's always a good idea to at least just take a sip even if you just take a small sip and you throw it away they also have gels and chews that you can take again those are electrolytes Normally for longer runs, when I say longer runs, I mean anything past 45 minutes. So for longer runs, you would take something like that every 45 minutes. However, when I first started running 5Ks, I actually did take a chew like around mile 1.5 or so just to kind of give me that little bit of energy to keep going. For some reason, mile 2 used to always be my hardest mile which we have a phrase in running that says, your first mile is a liar. What that means is sometimes when you show up for a race or a run, you may not be feeling it, or for whatever reason, it just doesn't feel like it's gonna be your day. Don't, don't assume that in the first mile. Take it a little further, because you might see that you, you definitely have what you need in the tank to make it a good run. Also, I wanted to talk about some things with recovery, such as a massage gun. I know you guys see a lot of those massage or stretching at, um, at races, because you've, especially if you just kind of empty the tank on the course, your muscles could be in a state where they need to be stretched out immediately so they don't clam up. It's also good to be stretching every day, at least 10 minutes a day. Those of you who know me know that I love David Goggins. David Goggins stretches for two hours a day. Now, mind you, he's an ultra marathoner. He runs all the miles every day, every week. (laughs) But he definitely knows the importance of stretching and mobility. Because he knows he needs that in order for his body to perform and stay mobile. So please, I know it's really... You think that, oh, I don't need to stretch. But take it's 10 minutes. And if you can't find 10 minutes in your day to do stretching, someone or something I read somewhere said, if you don't have 10 minutes a day, you need to get your life in order. (laughs) I firmly believe that because seriously it's it's 10 minutes you could give yourself five poses at two minutes each and i'm telling you you're gonna feel the difference you can do that before bed you can do that first thing in the morning you can even do that at lunch if you wanted to it it just it makes a difference in life period so i'm gonna wrap that up because those were the things that i had on my list that i wanted to go through however i i appreciate you thank you for listening to today's episode i'm probably gonna drop a bonus episode soon i've been trying to figure out how to record an episode with my daughter and i definitely need to figure out how to uh, record an episode with a guest because i do want to get a guest on here but for now i just want to thank you for tuning in to forensic runner Where in every stride a mystery awaits.